It's the last day of 2020, and here's the last mega can of the year, in which Megan and Conrad crack open the Captain Morgans and the Johnny and Gingers one more time and hurtle headlong through a year of upheaval and calamity. Never has the phrase Happy New Year been so pregnant with meaning. Old Lang Syne indeed. Another episode of Megan's Megacan, the final episode of 2020. I'm Megan. I'm here with Explorer Magazine and Conrad Werner. Hello. How are you? Um, I'm very excited. Finally got to the end of the year. Done the last article that I'm going to write in 2020. Yay. So um, uh, I'm, I'm feeling relaxed and yet energetic. That's excellent. <laughs> I started having some slight, like, 2021 anxiety today because I think everyone's just been like, this fucking year, get away from us. And now I'm just like, what if it just all keeps going? (laughs) Yeah. What if this is just life now? Because, yeah, Ah, obviously, uh, you know, politics and events don't really notice when it's just a different number at the end of the year. It'll just, things will just keep carrying on. Right. Well, on that... (laughs) fucking i really meant to start on like a positive because yeah we're going to do a slightly different format today yeah and we're going to attempt to round up a year of megan's mega can i'm going to do it in quiz format i have been looking back over things that we've covered and i'm going to quiz you on them and we can talk about them a little bit but we're going to go fast and i don't know me quite a lot has happened (laughs) We've got to whip through this. <laughs> it's a whistle-stop tour. Okay. Let's go through 2020 the way we all wish we could have, at high speed, not going into too much depth. Too deep into our souls. And absolutely, like, the worst highlights reel you've ever seen. Okay. So, before we start, as always, let's drink! Yeah. So I actually took a request from you today, as we were walking past your space team, and you've got your old favourite. Excellent. Johnny and Ginger. Lovely. Happy Thank you very much. Happy Christmas or New Year or whatever. Sorry, I've got a pen. I don't usually have a pen and I'm like fiddling with it. Yeah, you've got all notes time. and everything. I have, I've been written things you've written things um, down this time. I've got um a Captain Morgan Caribbean white rum mojito. Because as I was skimming and scanning through the episodes, the episode that I had this in hmm. in like November, I don't think I've ever been so excited. That so I kind of want to revisit it to see whether I was just mad. Yeah. Because it was November and I was so tired. So anyway, just checking. All right. Just checking. Cheers. Also, it's festive. It's a cocktail. Not a very wintry cocktail, to be fair. Yeah, that is still a Johnny and Ginger. The first look is not great. second look is good. That's good. That's delicious. Do you know, okay. I would just like to say one thing before we begin. Okay. Something I think about literally every day. Why there's no, like, festive edition mega cans? Yeah, we've yeah we've. They have more like summery ones. Have I talked about this before? I I literally well, talk about it to everybody, so I'm sorry. <laughs> they they have Christmassy beers. Some breweries do a, a special Christmassy beer. Yeah, 
Everyone does festive edition everything. Like it's got, it's got cinnamon in it and whatever, it's a, cloves. It's it's a cash cow Christmas. Americans. They just stick to their, they stick to their tried and tested. They don't, they don't experiment They're not much. even that good at what they do. It's not like they're like, oh, we're traditionalists. <laughs> we're not going to fanny about with things. Like they're crap in a tin, basically. Put some holly leaves on that. Whap a bit of cinnamon in. What would you? What would you be your Christmassy? Mm, I think you'd have to go like a gingery thing. I mean, you could go super gross. Like fizzy glue vine. Yeah, the Jack Daniel berries is basically that. But no, I think like a nice, like a hot whiskey kind of flavour. Mm, a grog. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's not my job to come up with these things. <laughs> I'm doing them. enough for the mega can industry, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Pull your fingers out. Okay, go on. Okay, Let's get right. Going. Are you ready? Yes. Hang on, I need to find a place for my mega. For the first time, I'm not going to be looking at my laptop. I've got all. The, I've got my browser closed so okay. that I can't cheat. Okay, good. We're going to go through each month, and for each month, there's like a variety of questions. Some there just seems to be a lot more stuff that happened, or funny quotations that I found. Okay. So the questions I'm going to ask you are mainly related to quotes, kind of like a have I got news for you type thing. And the quotes are roughly in three categories. One, who said it and why. Okay. Two, <laughs> okay, I can, I can. fill in the gaps. Oh, yeah. And three, hindsight is always twenty twenty. <laughs> That's round three. Oh, good. Oh, clever. Yeah. Very good. I, I like saw it. that in the shower today and I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm a genius. So, yeah, that's basically like I'll say a quote and we'll laugh at it and then we'll talk about why it's funny right. in hindsight. It'll be very obvious. Okay. Okay, good. The first one, this is from our first episode in January. Yeah. This is a quote from Innocent me. Innocent times. 2020 started with me in an episode sitting here with you like this absolutely dosed with the most disgusting cold i have ever heard oh yeah can you imagine me doing that now like how yeah wildly socially inappropriate that would be i know yeah. i was like coughing and yes another thing we talked about in january which is kind of relevant now because there's a lot of talk about the bullover board right but what happened with fireworks and kunovitz Oh, yeah, the left-wing radicals. See, this is why it's much more fun when we quiz it this way around. Because <laughs> otherwise it's just you answering the questions and then me going... Ah, uh, Conovitz. I remember I had to go there the next day after it happened. And they, um, they some left-wing radicals, because they have a little community there. Conovitz is in Leipzig, yeah? Oh, yeah, it's a district yeah. of Leipzig. They did something with a shopping trolley. They set fire to a shopping trolley and pushed it towards some policemen. Is that true? I think, well, we don't and, know because this was the kind of thing of like whether the police had then lied. Oh, on yeah. Their, they tweeted there's been a serious injury and someone's had to be operated. Yeah, and I remember that. And it was a bit controversial. Yeah, they said, that they said five policemen have been seriously injured and then it was just like one policeman was like had a slight nick. Yeah. <laughs> I've chosen things Something for January like... that sort of set us up with various themes. And it was controversial. And also because I went there and uh, I had to, and I, because I, it was my job, I had to take pictures of the aftermath. And as I was taking picture, a local conovitzer came up to me and said, and, and sent me away in no uncertain terms. Yes. Also in January, why were we talking about street names? 
and a few times I think throughout the year. Oh, um, because of the the colonial connections of the streets in certain parts of Berlin to decide what the street names were going to be, which is why it took so long. So there's like a like a big committee had to say, well, it's fine. We're going to change it from this. Who's like it was some big colonialist bad lads i can't remember his name but he was a dick yeah i read and then they were all like yeah i was not impressed yeah and then they were like well what what we're going to change it to and then that was like a complicated discussion god you can just i can just imagine having been in meetings like oh god okay so that's how we started our year right it was quite sort of prophetic in a way yeah me being ill thinking 2020 was something to be excited about police possibly being dicks and, and racism. Uh, and racism. Hey. Okay, February. Who said this? And I will give you a clue. I'm going to say it in English, but they probably originally said it auf Deutsch. That such and such an event was unforgivable and a bad day for democracy. This is quite a hard one. This is in February? Mm-hmm. Because I would have guessed it was going to be the, the Reichstag thing, but that was much later. Not that, you know, well, we've that... had several terrible days for democracy, <laughs> but this one was the first one. So it's according not, to you, it's not the storming of the of the nope. Bundestag by, no, that's, by the that's later. That's later. I'm not even sure if ba- I made men- ba- mentioned that. That's not even made it into the list of horrors. Oh, bad days for democracy in Germany. Yeah, in a specific Bundesland, not too far away from where we are now. Doesn't pre-corona news just seem like <laughs> such an innocent I, time? Oh, I don't. I really don't know. In Brandenburg? Nope. In Berlin? Nope. In Saxony? Nope. In Turingen? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh yeah, hey! I remember. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 FDP. <laughs> yes. Formed an, a, a a brief alliance with the AFD to vote in their favourite candidate to be the next minister-president of Thüringen. Yes. I've forgotten his name. Kemmerich. Kemmerich, yeah. Thomas Kemmerich? Thomas Kemmerich. And, yeah, and, and, and it was like everyone, this is a taboo-bruch. It's breaking a taboo for the CDU and the FDP to vote along with the AFD to get their candidate. And there was a famous photo of Kemmerich shaking hands with the AFD leader mm. in Thüringen, who is Björn Höcke. Yes, who I really hate. Like, we don't even have time to go into how much okay. I think he's an ass. Yeah. Because he used to be a teacher. I think it was yeah, that was morals. a big scandal. That was huge. That was a big scandal. Who was it that... Was that the one where a politician, a female politician whose name I've forgotten, she, like, threw flowers at Kemmerich's feet yeah. in, the, in the Bundestag? Yeah, she, she was, was probably like, the linker, one of the linker. Yeah, one of I the, think so. And piece that she, like, cast... She'd Whatever cast it was. them down at his feet anyway. and uh, it was a big... It was a, yeah, I remember that. People were really upset about that. But he didn't last long. And he lasted then... like less than a week. Good. And then they, they, the old guy came back. Bolo, bo, bo, I always just want to call him Bodolo Ramelo, <laughs> but that can't possibly be his name. <laughs> it's just Bodo Ramelo. Bodolo Ramelo. Bo- we like him. I don't know why. Uh, Pollux is his name. Um, who else didn't last long in a political leadership role? Came to an end in Feb. Oh, Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer. Karrenbauer, Kramp-Karrenbauer. Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer, who I will forever be annoyed with for making me learn her name for such a pointless (laughs) length of time. Took me like three podcasts. Yeah, everyone thought she was going to be the next chancellor. And then no, 
she, she had to give up her leadership of the CDU. Because of a scandal or how would you summarise why that happened? Oh, why was it? There was a specific reason, wasn't there? No, I don't think I so. I thought it was just because the CDU were doing so badly. I think so. And she just wasn't so part of this whole like Kemmerich thing was like they basically were slightly losing control of the CDU. And yeah, then right. she was just like yeah. she couldn't get her house in order. Maybe it was part maybe because of the Kemmerich patri- thing. patriarchy, really. Right. Yeah. And so now we have the CDU leadership, which will, is just supposed to end in January. Yes. Also in February, and I'm not going to make some kind of like quiz question out of this because it's just too awful. We have the Hanau attacks on the 19th of February in which 10 people were killed, five people wounded. Yeah. um, In a senseless attack on uh, some shisha bars and I think a kebab shop as well, was it? Yeah. yeah. No, it it was a shisha bar and a cafe. But any good news in February? Maybe for Berliners? Not for you, because you're a homeowner. That's probably why you can't remember it. <laughs> the meat and deckle came into, came into effect. Yes. Is that when we had Joel on? Yeah, I Joel think so. Dilbert. God, was that February? I it was. It was the last one we did before the lockdown. Yeah. And we had Joel on from Radio mm-hmm. Spitkauf. Yeah, like it was a thrilling podcast. I remember that one because he's so well prepared. I know, and, and we were so really, you it. were really trying to get him drunk to see his like <laughs> kind of crack in his very sort of lucid and articulate facade. Yeah, because he's just so professional. It just didn't happen. We he's just so- look like chumps. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so professional, I was just so keen to see if he could still maintain his his usual standard. One legged in- can deep, and um, he was fine. Didn't didn't ruffle him um, for a moment. So yeah, the meat and deckle, that was good. Yeah. And on the note of us being not as good as Joel, you should check out the Radio Spiegel <laughs> meat and deckle thing because the saga continues. As a lot of people know, people have got letters in, some people's rents have gone down, some people of mine yeah. has not seemed to have changed. But everyone's like, don't spend, the ex- like save that extra money because it might be overturned. Yeah, in by court, the High Court yeah. or the Supreme Court or whatever it is next year. And the other thing is that you, the landlords, aren't obliged. Am I? Is this going to be right? They are now. They are now. They have to reduce your rent if it is more than twenty percent of their meat and deckle. But don't you have to to complain to them first? No, now it's like because okay. that was phase two right. of the meat and deckle, which came in in November. Okay, because yeah. a lot of people I read have not been informed yet by their landlords whether they're they fucking should have been yeah. and if you haven't got a letter from your landlord hmm. get on those bastards and you, there, there are a lot of channels you can complain to aren't there like the Mieterverein you can go to yes go join a Mieterverein which I keep saying to myself for like a year okay good so Mietendegel that was a good thing yeah okay into March right we've got a lot of quotes for March are you ready yeah this is a fill in the gap Blank will be decided on the 25th of April. <laughs> and this is also a oh, this is... hindsight is always 2020 question. Oh, this is, this is a good question. This is really hard. Blank will be decided on the 25th of April. Slightly links to one of our stories from February. Well, the leadership of the CDU. Oh, right. Because they were going to have a, a, a conference then. Yeah. But then they couldn't because of the coronavirus. Is that why? Yeah. And then they were going to have the conference in December and then they couldn't because of the coronavirus. So now yeah. they're going to do a remote one. So now we've just still got no leader of the okay. CDU. I know. 
I haven't really noticed, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Merkel's still there. I, when is she supposed to be going? Because I don't think she can. No, Akaka is still officially the leader. She's not stepped down. She... Literally. Have you heard? Ed, what is she up to? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. She's still defense Her minister. Her and Horstse Hofer just sitting in their <laughs> wee offices, just pinging those little metal balls. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is also a, uh, this is where we start to get into one of the major themes of the year, March. Fill in and also a hindsight 2020. 75% of Germans are not worried about... The coronavirus. Yes. 75% that 75% in, in, March. in March. Okay. And one of those, I'm not even a German, but would you like to hear what I had to say on the topic? Okay. We were talking about like people discussing it and it becoming more in the news and I was going on. And I said, we all play our roles. I'm playing the role of the curmudgeonly cynic. Like, what are you doing? Why are you worried about this? I really hope it doesn't come back to bite me on the ass. <laughs> That's direct quote from Megan. Direct Megan quote. <laughs> what an absolute cunt. <laughs> I was an absolute dick. Well, yeah. The original Corona Leugner. Oh, God, how embarrassing. Anyway. Well, it was March. People didn't know. It was just starting then. And then it locked down. Then the lockdown happened in March, didn't it? That was the, I remember. It did. I think I remember it happened on the 17th of March because I thought to myself, they're closing the pubs on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> That's devastating. <laughs> that was my concern. Hmm. I would like to point out that I very, very, very quickly... Like from one episode to the next kind of went from... You were like, oh, yeah. Oh, is it this really a thing? Like, to going, a man asked me for a spatey beer the other day and I think that's the worst thing that's ever happened. No. Okay. We also talked in March about, fill in the blank, pretend future... Money. Yes. Why were we talking about that? I don't know. That's your question. Um, I think I was talking about I, I was I was offering my theory of the financial crisis again. Yes, who's is... <laughs> paying for this? Future Germany is going to pay for this. It's a bit like me when I'm drinking heavily. We were talking about we were talking about debt. Aye, yeah, because this is this was actually quite interesting. The coronavirus. Yeah, because because Germany had to break its debt um, uh, rule. We've all had to lower ourselves a little bit dignity-wise, yeah. Germany, during coronavirus. Including Don't the worry German... too much about it. Yeah, the finance ministry definitely had to lower because uh, it's in the German constitution that the debt can't go above a certain level, or the new uh, the new debt you can't. And then they had to like throw that out because fucking... they had to like um, it's fucking twenty twenty. Get We need to borrow loads of money to keep all these companies going. Mm. and um, give everyone five grand as well if you're a freelancer yeah. in Berlin. So, yeah. So yeah. that happened. Final quote from March. I would like a T-shirt of... Christian Drosten. Yes. <laughs> Christian Drosten's face. <laughs> Which you did get. Which is good because in hindsight, hindsight 2020, I do know I have a T-shirt of his face. <laughs> yeah, so Christian Drosten and comes I... on the scene. Yeah. What's funny about that? What's funny about that? Yeah. We're all obsessed with just a doctor man. <laughs> well, he's just he a had man, like, like, looking at viruses through a microscope for 
for 30 years. But he offered us all, uh, like he, he was had such a reassuring voice and he was always stuck to the facts. And he said, like, I am a scientist. I am not a politician. I don't make any political decisions. I just want to... I just... I, I, I see it as my uh, civic duty to inform the public about the scientific position. And he's the head of um, virology at the Charité Hospital. And he's also... he also won a stone-cold fox, by the way, guys. Like, he, <laughs> he really is the fancies. sexiest of all hobbits. <laughs> yeah. He also... He also won a, a like an, a prize, like the German equivalent of like an OBE or something, in two thousand and four five, because he forced discovering or creating a COVID test or a, a coronavirus test. Like it is, it's been his specialist subject yeah. for, for decades, and that's why he's always saying it's like it's not just that I am a virologist; it's that I specifically study coronavirus, and that's the only reason that I can do this. Yeah, which, my God. If every other Tom, Dick or Harry with access to, I don't know, could have done that. That would have been nice. Yeah. Okay. April. So April is quite funny because we think we're kind of like at the beginning of April, we're quite like deep into that sort of lockdown. Hmm. Or so we think we're deep into this. We've got to April. We're like, oh my God, will it never end? (laughs) (laughs) We would, we what were did recording. you compare? And certain things, this is not related to German politics, but it's sort of lockdown related. What did you, everyone in my world was talking about this and you compared it to certain class A drugs. <laughs> <laughs> if, I do, if you do something enough. Yeah. Everyone was talking about this as a means to like manage mental health during lockdown. Breathing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Breathing in. <laughs> who who was teaching us all how to breathe in April 2020? Well, I don't... I was learning from Wim Hof. Everyone was learning from Wim Hof. Okay, everyone. Everyone was talking to me about Wim Hof. Oh, were they? Yes. Yeah, I got the app. I got Jesus the Wim Hof Christ, app. Jesus Christ, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> He's got an app. And uh, I was doing... I, I was into breathing and doing breathing exercises. And uh, it's true. If you breathe the way Wim Hof breathes for a minute... You get really high and it is almost as good as class A drugs, I think. Good. Yeah. Um, so you got the Wim Hof app. Around April time, what other app were we having? Oh, the Corona Van app, mm. which was just being introduced and which was supposed to use your Bluetooth mm-hmm. in your phone to uh, check whether you've been next to near infected people who also have the Bluetooth app and have also told the app that they've been tested positive, which, as it turns out, was a very small number of people. Yeah. I mean, I've had quite good experience with the app because I have this routine testing as a teacher, which is an insanely great thing that Germany has done, and it's the most efficient thing. And then your results go straight to the app. But apparently not everyone is playing ball, and people forget that if you, like, get a positive test, you need to put it in the app. Yeah, apparently only 40% do. But I think that's also maybe people are not being told. Well, maybe. You'd think if you got the app, you'd also use it. Yeah, if you have the app and you've been responsible and gone and got a corona test, you'd, yeah. you'd want to hook those two things up. But I think sometimes people think it's uh, automatic and it feels like it should be. Yeah, it should be, but because of data protection laws, it's not. Oh, Jesus. It yeah, is. that was the whole debate, wasn't it? Like Germans and their data, people on WhatsApp freaking yeah. out about corona and i'm like you know where, on whatsapp you know where all that stuff is automatic china we don't have time to talk okay. about china <laughs> china 
I mean, it's a whole podcast in and of itself. Probably several. <laughs> probably. To be honest. Right. Um, but then towards the end of April, uh, who said death doesn't care about Tempelhofer Feld and why? <laughs> <laughs> who said it? Yeah. Could have been anyone. Yeah, but who was it? It was someone very special. Who does that sound like? Death doesn't, doesn't care. care about Tempelhofer Feld. That's a Conrad Werner original. Oh, it was me? Yeah. Oh, was, I said it. I yeah. totally forgot. Blanked it out. Why do you think you said it? You were quite irate, as I recall. Because a lot of people were gathering at Temple of It. Was I that angry about it? I can't believe I was that angry about but it. But it's not as angry as you get about the build. I suppose so. I suppose I was angry. Because I... Um, it was said with a certain amount of frustration, I think. Apparently, because death I, doesn't care about Temple of Fulfilled. Like, I don't think you were adver- advertising Temple of Fulfilled as an April, end of April destination. And I was angry because there were too many people gathering there. Yeah. And uh, ha- and having big parties. Yeah, because end of April, we start to head into, you know, numbers are down. We've been really successful. Do you remember those days? Right, we yeah. Were in the international media. What is Germany's secret? Do, 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 do. Yeah. And we start talking about... Um, the loosening of restrictions and here is a fill in the gap two big players come into this kind of in the german debate mr blank and the blank bandit those are your words yeah that was the title of one of the podcasts mm-hmm. mr Bavarian bandit i remember that yeah i was referring to marcus zerda you were indeed and who's mr oh was it armin laschet yeah but what, who's I, what did I call Mr. him? Mr. Exit. Mr. Exit. Because I mean, Lashit, because they were the two different state premiers. And one of them, Lashit was much more like, like, let's loosen restrictions. Let's go crazy. And yeah. uh, Zerda was like more hardcore. Yeah. It was a brief moment in time where I agreed with Marcus Zerda on something. Yeah. A lot of people did. Those were the days. Those were the days. All right. So then we head into May. Like you to fill in the blank. This is a fill in the blank and a hindsight is always twenty twenty quote. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember which one of us said this, but we said, I think brilliantaires are looking at the numbers and thinking that's like blank. And there's quite a lot of us. Was it you said that? That's not the question. Oh. It's what's in the blank. <laughs> okay. I, I wasn't concentrating. I think Berliners are looking at the numbers and thinking that's like blank and there's quite a lot of us. That's like blank. Looking at the numbers. What numbers have we all been looking at? Well, the coronavirus mm-hmm. infection rates, the incidence rate, death numbers. Mm-mm. I can't even actually remember which number it was. But it's 800. And I actually think that might have been the total number of infections in May. The beginning of May. In Berlin? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Which is understandable. We're all be like, fucking, yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And on the day that I was making these notes, which was just before Christmas, um, the number of new infections in Berlin was... I mean, a few, few thousand. 1,318. Right. We've had over a thousand deaths now in oh, Berlin. Fuck no. 
and Germany has gone over a thousand deaths a day for the first time today oh, or yesterday. Fuck. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's really bad at the moment. It sort of makes doing a lighthearted quiz seem really <laughs> fucking horrible. But anyway. Ugh. Gross. Ooh. Where right. are we up to? May. May. We're still not even <laughs> at the turn of the year. Should we just do what we'd all like to have done and just <laughs> stop at 800 cases in Berlin full stop? Okay. <laughs> Are you still on May? How many more pages have you got? Not many. <laughs> okay. A few. We're going to go fast. Okay. Okay. Who said it and why? They're a very peculiar bunch of people. Who said that? You said it. Oh, why? I said it. But why did I say it? In May. Mm-hmm. They're a very peculiar bunch of people. I have another I have a clue. What I uh, think about could have the been kind anyone. of people who just as the lockdown measures were loosening, even the very non strict oh. measures we had, what did they there we go. Now you've got it. The well the Querdenker. Mm-hmm. That's when the Querdenker movement arose, I guess, it in did. May. Yeah. And yeah, they are a very peculiar bunch of people. Yeah. That and was it was the weird. First we heard of them. That was your first take on them. <laughs> Yeah, because there weren't that many. They were just they were like a, there was a little crowd hanging around outside the um, Fogsbühne, and it was like, oh, they're funny. Look at those funny people, doubting the virus and moaning. But within two months, there were forty thousand of them, and they were storming the German Parliament and making alliances with neo Nazis. Yeah, and also like running through Leipzig with wild abandon. Yeah. Not so long ago. No, coughing at people. Yeah, so that's a bit of a hindsight. It's 2020 quote as well. They're a peculiar bunch of people. That's not the word I would use to describe them now. Neither peculiar nor people. What would you describe them I shan't say this. This is a family podcast. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the crowd anchor. Um, yeah. This is a really good one. This is a quote from you. Fill in the bank. The job of the CDU is to make sure Germany um, protects the car industry. <laughs> yeah, keeps making cars. Well done. <laughs> that is what, yeah, that, yeah. That's what the CDU does. Yeah, that's when they were, you know, when everyone is massively struggling and, you know, even before Corona, the environment is terrible. They're They're really thinking that they need to introduce a... You know, if you bring in your old car to buy a new car, mm. you've got like two grand or some absolute nonsense. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were. Yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah. Where would you really not have wanted to be working? Possibly ever, because it's a really, really tough job, but particularly during coronavirus. Uh, we talked about it a few times. The meat, a meat processing mm. plant. They had, there yeah. was a hot spot there. It was that was a really bad time. I think it really highlighted a lot of how terrible those conditions. Yeah, and are. all and the, that was the the whole debate about you know fruit pickers and everything mm -hmm. like all these people people coming from different countries to work and then they couldn't come here and then they said like, who's going to pick the fruit and there was going to be um they were going to get students to pick the fruit weren't they? Yeah, but students don't do shit. 
I'm not going to go and do a job of like a hardworking Romanian person. <laughs> you fucking insane. Go on then. Okay. Why was I incandescent with rage and who with? It's the most angry I think I've been. Are, you, are we still in May? I. Things had opened up. We were allowed to go and do some things. And uh-huh. who took the fucking piss? Oh, Christian Lindner. Thank you. What did he do? He uh, had a little cuddle with a um, a businessman, an East, uh, a businessman from East Germany. From, not even from East, but he was also. Oh, uh, he, he was the like an honorary consul for Belarus. Again, hindsight twenty twenty. Can you imagine following now what's just happened in Belarus? Yeah, how I might have actually gone on a like rampage and tried to kill Christian Lindner. So it's a good thing that I didn't know that at the time. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. This is the Borchat story. He was outside the Borchat restaurant. Yeah, that was really annoying. I can't even make jokes about it. I'm I'm so angry. Um. Oh, this is actually kind of an interesting one and non-corona related. Everyone in the world is covered by... (laughs) These are really hard. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone in the world is covered by... Something that we all knew we were covered by within Germany. But in May, a court ruled that everyone in the world is covered by this. Oh, um, the, the German constitution. The, the human rights enshrined in the German constitution because they, um, yeah, because people who are killed by German weapons? <laughs> I can't remember. I think it was to do with surveillance. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was it. Surveillance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with German weapons. It was because... If only uh, it was to do with fucking German weapons. Let's get this right. So, if the... Um, <laughs> I can't remember it was. Okay. It's terrible because I've like recently kind of listened to these things. That's why I have these questions. I'm like... Mm. What was it exactly? So, basically, it's a bit like they've said... Because uh, are there... I think it's basically the Verfassungsschutz, but they're internal, No. So whatever the German one is, you can't just like willy-nilly spy on people. You have to have a reason under the German constitution, regardless of where you're doing it. Right. Yeah. Let's move on. on. (laughs) We're never never actually going to sort this. It's going to take ages. Yeah, it's going to take forever. (laughs) Sort that out. Uh, Oh, but let's, let's give you one of your favorite things to hate. Who said I have better things to do? Oh, Christian Drosten. Yeah. In response to who? Um, One of our favourite uh, the, the Bildzeitung nemesis. The Bildzeitung sent him a sent him a, an interview request with like a one hour's notice, <laughs> and they and they like threw all these facts at him and uh, stats, and he's like, I'm just I've got better things to do, and he tweeted it. He said, Look at this ridiculous nonsense! <laughs> I just got sent this email, and they said I've got a comment on all this stuff, and uh, honestly. I'm trying to do a lot of things here I've, and you're throwing... I'm slightly busy. <laughs> I'm slightly busy and you're throwing out of context mm-hmm. quotes and stats at me. Yeah, it was really annoying. What shitty role do you think the build has played in this shitty year? 
Well, they kind of secretly support the Querdenker, don't they? They keep like undermining the government and undermining. Um, uh, they, they're still doing it now. Yeah. With the with the vaccinations, they go like, "Oh, Germany has only got whatever five hundred thousand vaccinations, but this old lady gets to go first. Did you there's a cover? They said this one hundred and one year old lady gets to go first, and yeah. it was all like, it was all like, why does she get to go first? It was all like, sort of this sort of finger wagging that's like really and we talked about this in our episode about the vaccine like we cannot play cue jumpers i know with the vaccine like fucking stop it but they keep pretending that they're like it's really annoying because they keep pretending that they're anti-afd but they secretly the way they present their headlines is always just really i'll I'll stop talking go on (laughs) okay are we in june yet june yes we're in (laughs) Uh, June. Okay. Um, you said this. Why? I think the German political establishment has been quite taken aback by this. <laughs> <laughs> really hard questions. Oh, has it? What is it? Could June. have been anything. Big. No, there's a big thing. We've only got one story in June, and it was the. Taking it back, taken aback by... Yeah, and I will also, I will give you a quote from... Kredenka. No. I will give you a quote from one of the German political establishment from Baden-Württemberg who said, Germany is not the USA. We don't have... Oh, I know. The Black Lives Matter. Yes. Yeah, there was a, loads of protests in June. And yeah. what was Thomas Blenker saying there from Baden-Württemberg? I think he's CDU. Well, what the does CDU Germany in general, not have? they don't have racism. Like there was, that's the CDU position on racism is that yeah. it's a, a, a problem in different countries. Racism but within the police the and police. the and the armed forces and the security forces in general. Also, you know, the fasting shots and yeah, I mean, it's horrifying. They just they, it's like, do we want to make a quick fire list of all the reasons and even things that we've covered this year that make sure that like mean that that quotation is bullshit. How many can you think of? Scandals to do Just with like the... things that disprove the idea that Germany doesn't have a racism problem in the police. Just in case anyone is doubting that, listening and wants to go and research things. Well, there was all the the the, the policemen sharing um, Hitler pictures and pictures of refugees in ovens. That was uh, all on, just or, like autumn. Uh, was just like yeah. Low. Every time you um, open a like website, it was like. So many officers from the police are under suspicion for basically being a racist white wing twat. Yeah, and, and yeah, you you ask any person of color who lives in Germany yes. what it's like, and they all get checked on the you all get checked on the train. They always mm-hmm. like it's, it's 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 a common experience. But um, like. Isn't there something about with racial profiling in Germany? They won't kind of like, oh, they were supposed to be doing an investigation into it. And yeah. who blocked it? A Hosehofer. Of course he did. What a dick. He said like, oh, we're doing a different one anyway. And we don't need to do a new one about this because we're doing Didn't a different Didn't he also say study. like, yeah, but that is illegal. Yeah, he and said because it's illegal, it can't exist. Which, which exactly like was my queen. point. Why do we need the police then, Horst? Yeah. If things that are illegal just don't happen, <laughs> then what the fuck are those people doing? Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, yeah, it was a, 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 a shocking ignorance from the German government on this issue. Um, and it's still continuing. Yeah, it's bullshit. I have to say, I was a very ignorant person living in Germany. Like, it was good for me to have to, like, go back and look at, like, not just stuff that's happening now and stuff that I was kind of vaguely aware of, like, you know, their failed, botched investigation into all those NSU murders, which completely had racism at the back of it. Um, but also cases like Yuri Jallo and um, Alberto Adriano that I knew fucking nothing about. Anyway, yeah. Ugh. All right, let's move on. Uh, not much happened in the summer. Well, I mean, it did. <laughs> What's your next question? <laughs> I've just got very short. We're running through July and August very, very quickly. Yeah. But I don't think that wasn't much happened, but it was just kind of like a repeat of all the similar themes that were just happening okay um july we would have had to join the german army oh <laughs> it was me and my brother yes well mainly me mm -hmm. because um well because i'm half german mm -hmm. and when i was 18 uh for some reason i had a a an address registered in germany fool and and while I was on holiday at my granny's house, where, which the address was, uh, I got a letter from the Bundeswehr saying, can you show up with your shorts and uh, some plimsolls on for your medical, please? Because we would like to cons conscript you into the German army. This is in the 90s. Is it still relevant today? No, because... <laughs> But hasn't there been some debate about like should we reintroduce it or do something? I, do I think I there's not really a debate. I think one or two politicians have said like maybe we should reintroduce yeah. conscription. You see, this is summer news. Yeah, it's, even in 2020, the news takes a bit of a. It's just a really. It's once you've once you've got rid of conscription, you can't really just bring it back that easily. Like it would take like five years to bring it back because they have to set up the whole infrastructure and it's testing people, and it would just also it's no. too complicated. We're just not going to do that, and then no one's going to do it. Yeah, absolutely not. But we, they got rid of it in like 2011, conscription in Germany, not that long ago. But most people didn't do it anyway. <laughs> most people did um, civil service. Yeah, which you, which still exists those programs. Yeah, but they're voluntary. Um. Okay, August, we're going to, uh, I went back to school in yeah. August, Corona school. We talked a lot then sort of throughout the thing about school policy, school policy, hygiene measures. Who do all Berlin teachers at the moment hold in a position of high disdain, extreme disdain? Um, Berlin teachers. I I the the education minister Shearers. Yeah. What's her first name? And Andrea. Sandra. Sandra. Sandra Shearers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just give people more money. Give Berlin schools more money. That's like my entire summation of that. Uh, something else pretty horrifying happened in pretty local news. Very local news to me. Uh, and I described it as it looked like a fascist state with rows of riot police marching on civilians. Oh, the, um, they closed down the uh, Zindikart bar on, in, um, on Weiserstraße, Schillerkeys. Yeah. Yeah, and um, they 
it was just uh, another another like it was a, a left-wing institution they did a lot for the local community and the we had been there for decades mm-hmm. and the local landlord whoever owned the building decided actually no i want to kick them out i want to use it for myself and and the berlin police obliged and um <laughs> <laughs> like shaking, shaking with And there rage. were various demonstrations and there was quite a lot of violence that weekend. Um, yeah. yeah. And we also saw that like it's not sadly, I mean, I've I've chosen to talk about syndicate because that was like a, a, a sort of, it, it's an example of all of this, but we've seen this stuff like throughout Berlin um, with Liebig 34 as well, where those horrifying scenes of people like literally being dragged from their homes women being dragged from their homes by riot police i just i i I don't understand and these are not like i understand that not all landlords have huge like property portfolios and are evil and like registered in the cayman islands like the people i pay my rent to but i don't think these are like individual landlords just trying to make an honest living with like one or two buildings trying to like get a squat out or get a bar out no it's a it's a planned well it's a, you know, these are pl- just the big ones and the police just do it hmm. I- and they get police from other uh, states to come and help them sometimes if there's the, it's going to be a big operation yeah so that bar's shut down now. Yeah. That's just horrible. Okay. September. I've only got like a good one for September because something really fun happened. <laughs> Question. Why are we, as in us and anyone who's been on this podcast and maybe a lot of listeners, harder than Capital Bra? Because we can finish <laughs> a whole mega can. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Capital Bra and what happened in September? That was fun. Capital Bra is uh, Germany's number one rapper. Mm-hmm. And um, we had our very good friend Maisie on to explain all about um, German hip-hop in general and rap. We did. That was so fun. <laughs> I just want to do that. If if you haven't listened to that episode, please, please, please go and do it because yeah. it's just so fun. Um. October. Oh, there's a, more of that story is still happening, oh, by the way. I have no idea because I was going to well, ask you. Maybe you know because I would see it sometimes on the U-Bahn, but please tell me. Well, you know that uh, Bushido is... Uh, Abu Shaka is on trial and Bushido yeah. is one of the uh, plaintiffs against him. Yes. And last My weekend... My other quote for September was, I want out, oh. which is Bushido wanting out of his kind of... Uh, Faustian pact <laughs> yeah. yeah with Abu with, Shaka with um, uh, clan boss Abu mm-hmm. Shaka so um, last week then there was a shootout around the corner from here on Stresemannstrasse you nee. know Stresemannstrasse yeah I do and um, do I? I'm not actually sure where it is it's you know where the SPD building is it's just over there how am I pointing that way yeah <laughs> that go yeah. opposite opposite <laughs> Mecklenburger leading up towards Potsdamer Platz that road and there was a shootout the other morning at 5 a.m. in the morning. 
and uh, Abu Shaka's brother was injured during oh, God. the shootout. Yeah, there was a, a gang gang shootout. Four people were injured. Two people were arrested, and uh, it was all very dramatic. Oh God! So that that those that's a little gang up. gang wars are still going on around here. I live in gangland. I live in the ghetto, <laughs> the gang ghetto. You live I don't, I don't in really. Bergman Keats, my friend. You do not live in the ghetto. Okay, October. Um, things start to go a little bit more downhill. We really, we quickly escalate from we have some summer. We talked about Deutschrap. That was fun. Then October hits and it all becomes very serious again. Yeah. Why did I say there were two pieces of news very much on our topical themes? I said, is it just shite news about where I live today to you on the podcast? What are our two major themes? Well, racism and the coronavirus. Yeah. Well, uh, but I can't remember what specifically happened in September. October. October. What even. happens with coronavirus and Neukölln in October? Oh, it just it all it went really off the off the chart. We, off we, the chart. They had to they had to invent new numbers, new colours on the map because it was like dark <laughs> red, dark red, and then it was like we can't. There aren't any darker reds, so they started doing purple. For the purple, is that bad? Well, because before they were just having like dark reds to show how how bad the coronavirus is in certain areas. And um, yeah, Neukölln had the highest incidence rates in the country at one point. But Jeepers. now that incident rate that was, we were, we were like really shocked. It was like 100. None. Absolutely none. <laughs> and now the whole country Wouldn't is at 100. register. <laughs> yeah. um, the other piece of shite news about where I live was when we were on our other major theme about the police being shite was these, um, this uh, invest, uh, report into an investigation on major neo-Nazi crime sprees in Neukölln. Right. Yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, that hard-hitting piece of police investigation <laughs> where fuck all happened. Yeah, so, so there are a couple of neo-Nazis that were identified. Um, they were, like, threatening bookshops and... Uh, small businesses and drawing swastikas on places and um they even yeah they actually identified them but they couldn't arrest them because they had no evidence specifically and um yeah it was a it was a bit of a shit show yeah i can't remember many more details than that no that's it that was that's all we have yeah um all right november (laughs) this is a quote from i believe you We've done exponential squared. Oh, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh. Uh, so not... we've gone just like we've done exponential. Yes. Is when what's exponential again? It's when things Did double. Did you not of... listen to Mutti Merkel <laughs> explaining exponential? <laughs> It is when the number of infections rise or double in a certain period of time, right? Yeah. And then they keep doubling. Yeah. And we just were doubling so fast that by November, <laughs> we had already hit the thing that the, the, the number that she had predicted <laughs> would happen by Christmas, which yeah. was 20,000 per day. 
And Merkel, we, we were midway through November and we were already on 20,000 yeah. a day. Merkel warned us in like September, October time, this is what exponential is, you fucking idiots. Yeah. And you're like, well, but our numbers are still low. She's like, yes, but they are growing exponentially. This is what that means. Yeah. And we were like, all right, Merkel. Took the sense of what she said, inversed it, and got to those numbers in half the time that she predicted. Yeah. Well done, everybody. Because we were ambitious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is a fill in uh, the gaps. And this is like, I think we can... We're going to start ending on a little bit more of a positive note. Ish. Did systemic racism almost stop us getting... The vaccine? Yes. Yeah. Because the the two people who uh, developed the German vaccine, the, the BioNTech vaccine... Yeah. One of them was almost not let into uh, the gymnasium when mm-hmm. he was a kid. Ugo because, Sagin, I yeah. believe. Sorry for my pronunciation there. Yeah, he um, he told a story to a Turkish newspaper in which he mentioned that if it hadn't been for his German neighbor, he might not have got into gymnasium because cause his teacher was going to have him put him in Realschule. And his, and his German neighbor said, actually, he's really clever. You should put him in the top top school. And um, 40 years later, we he was the first person to develop a coronavirus vaccine. Oh, fuck. Along one with his them. partner. Or one of them. They yeah. kind of... Kurslem Turecki. Again, yeah. apologies for my pronunciation. All right. Now we're into December. Good. We talked about Corona Christmas. We've all had our Corona Christmas now. How was your Corona Christmas? Quiet, you know, like all the other Christmases, really. <laughs> I didn't do much. But oh, you I wasn't had allowed people to. here. Yeah, you had kind of like a normal setup because you your family usually comes here. Because we're such a small, tiny family. Tiny German family with an We'd... appropriate amount of children. Yeah, <laughs> a sensible number of progeny. <laughs> and well, thank uh, God because if you were more than had... three and you'd wanted to bring partners or friends, yeah, luckily I had, your mum would have to have, have chosen. We have no friends. Big names out of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. So we had like uh, special Corona restrictions, and um, and we're still in the middle of them. And we're in the middle, and we're just about to have the New Year's Eve restrictions, which are the same. Yeah, we're back into we're out of the halcyon days of the twenty fourth to twenty sixth of December. Now mm. it's back into lockdown. Right. Start. But on the plus side, twenty mm. seventh of December, we started uh, uh, vaccinations across Berlin. Across across and Europe. And who, in the phrasing that I predict, who's Christmas number one? Who's getting it first? In Berlin? Mm. I've forgotten her name. Oh. Do you know her name? No. Okay. I was just talking about the groups. Do you know the actual... Oh, over 90s. Yes. Or was there actually a... Pro- oh, that's what that horrible man was doing in the build. Yeah, they were. They had. A, they did a photo opportunity. It, she was actually in uh, uh, Sachsen or Sachsen-Anhalt, the very first person in Germany to get it. But then that's lovely. That's such a heartwarming story, and that fucking rag. Yeah. Wants to make it into some. And. Like fucking hell. And we and I think I believe like about a few thousand people have already been already had their first injection. Yay! 
in Berlin. And it's only been going three days. That's so, really exciting. Yeah. Like, well done. Yeah, there are, there, are, there are vaccination centers across Berlin now. You can go, well, you can't go. You have to wait your turn. Yeah. But um, Mine's coming up. Honest. And also we have to wait, <laughs> you have to wait until uh, they've made enough of them. Because they've they're 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 they're, they're, they're a bottlenecks of the because they aren't they aren't, they can't make them fast enough, and we also need to get another one approved, another vaccine. Approved. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's it. We're up to date. That's it. Cool. Um. Yeah. I wanted to have to finish on a um. Like a, we're gonna nominate. I have some nominations, and then you can choose who gets it. Right. Um, one group of people are going to be nominated for the worst mega can that we drank all year or that I drank all year. Right. Which was, the, do you remember when we did those gold corner things? Yeah, and they tasted of like... I listened to that episode today. What we they described taste of? it as cola bottles mixed with some kind of fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Ethanol. Yeah, so you can, you can add to any one of this but you have to kind of choose Linna Christian Linna Johnson I just put Boris Johnson in there because I'm so angry even though he's not German I don't care he just should be all the list he's a big enough put Trump in there as well okay Uh, the build okay QAnon slash the Corona Leugner Nazis and the police do you think we should add anyone to people we hate. Yeah, who's getting the shit mega can? Who deserves it most? Um, it's a tough one. <laughs> it's, it's, what's the first one again? Christian Lindner. I think we just give it to him because he should know better. Yeah. Maybe because others are idiots anyway. Have your crap mega can. All right, so then the other one, which is the mega can that I was most excited to drink, and I'm having one now, and it is completely delicious. Okay. So people nominated in my mind for a Captain Morgan Mojito, Um, and this is a a random sort of list. Um, First of all, I have Christian Drosten, obviously. (laughs) Second of all, I have Angela Merkel just because I feel fucking sorry for her because she's supposed to have had her, as you said sort of to me once, like her Obama year of like talk shows going on Oprah, <laughs> la la la. And instead there's this fucking bullshit. And she basically doesn't even have like a replacement to like hand over to. Um, I also wanted to mention the Amadeo Antonio Stiftung who we had their guest on, Nicholas uh, Potter. Yeah. Because they're basically just, like, out fighting the good fight against, like, rechts extremus, extremismus. I'm drunk now, so I can't speak German. Um, and, like, monitoring all of that kind of stuff in Germany. Yeah. Um, I also had Maisie Hitchcock on there for introducing me to Deutschrap. <laughs> <laughs> And I also had Ugo um, Sagin and Uslem Tureki for saving us all from coronavirus. <laughs> I think Maisie should win. Yeah, give it to Maisie. Yeah. She also really likes mega cans. Exactly. Of all of those I think people. she would appreciate it the most out of those I think people. so. 
Probably Markle would be up for it. I really, my life stream. You understand I'm going to make you keep doing this podcast until we can have Markle on as a guest. <laughs> Maybe she will come on after she's retired. What's she got to lose? Um, <laughs> after next year. It'll be so good. Huh? Mm. Okay. Yeah, I Do think... Do you think oh, it finished th- your bag of can? I finished like 20 minutes ago. We've been going for hours here. <laughs> How long have I we I need done? another one. <laughs> it is a long one. Um, I would also nominate you for Mega Can oh. for keeping me sane this oh. entire year. Okay. I think sane might be a strong word for my mental state. Well, I can't win it because I'm on the show. Like I'm, I'm, I've got a... So I think Maisie should win it. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are we done? Is that it? That's it. Oh, we just had yet two categories of prize. That's it. The okay, there wasn't another one. Winners and losers. <laughs> okay. Maisie wins. Christian <laughs> Lindner loses. And actually, I think if there's a polar, like, that is the spectrum of humanity, I think, really. Yeah. Maisie Hitchcock to Christian Lindner. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's a, okay. All right. The two two polls. Thank right. you very very much for listening, Thanks. everybody, for 2020 yeah. and guten guten slide. Yeah, happy new year. Happy new year. Enjoy enjoy it. It'll be <laughs> slightly better, maybe. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Bye. Bye. Bye.